welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week we are going to share some myths and legends and stories around the Sabbat Litha for the summer solstice. But before we do that, be sure to check out our website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Lunar Magic Tea Time. And you can listen to this podcast on everywhere you listen to a podcast. Just make sure you look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time podcast. So this is the summer solstice, the okay. longest day of the year and the shortest night. And so for pagans... This is where we watch the wheel of the year turn towards the dark for the, the winter season, season of introspection. But we do still have several months ahead of more production, harvest, and sun. Yeah, it always seemed like weird timing to me because to me this is the beginning of my summer and then I'm like, what do you mean? I know the days are getting shorter, but this is summer. <laughs> well, and to me, like the winter solstice in December, our worst, our hardest winters, our hardest part of the winter is actually January and February. Yeah. So, like, and it makes sense, but yeah. Plus, it's hard. I mean, with the weather changing because of global warming, yeah, things are going to change. Yeah. But for now, but everyone, for <laughs> for you people, we do record out of Oregon, and I'm pretty sure there's 48 or 47 states of heat wave, and we are one of the two that are not having heat wave. It's the, it, the atmospheric We're not even having heat. Has flooded us. Yes. I even so. posted on Facebook. For whoever requested rain and cooler temperatures, please be more specific in your wish or spell next time because we have had nothing but cooler weather and rain. It's even been, it's even been chilly down in Ashland. That's, it should be up by now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so on the solstice night, this is the night that the Oak King and the Holly King battle it out for supremacy. The Holly King will win and he will take the crown for the next six months. And as because I am someone who works closely with the Holly King <laughs> or Santa Claus Santa. <laughs> in one of his other forms. I welcome the change, even though I know the next couple of months for me, because I don't, I can't see the heat, are going to be brutal. Like the next period, like when we move into the fall, and, and it, I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, all things are cyclical, and that's one of the things that our pagan path is supposed to remind us of is that we all go through phases and they all ebb and flow and come back, and, excuse me, all of that. Another way to look at this is that the sun god, in whichever form that you choose to work with, and there's hundreds, yeah, so many, is at the height of his power. This is a time of fertility and abundance. It's, um, it's a form of security in that you're building security for the cold season to come. Uh, it's important for pagans to remember that the natural world exists and thrives because most things contain more than just concepts like light and dark or good and bad. For one to exist, 
It must contain and know of the other. And I'm often reminded of the yin and yang symbol from um, classical Taoism. How if you look at it, uh, it's a kind of a teardrop shape that folds around itself mm -hmm. with one half being black, the other being white, but each side has a drop of the color of the other side. Yeah. So you have to have, like, things don't exist in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. And, and things ebb and flow and all of that. Yeah. It's believed in parts of England that if one were to stay up on Midsummer Eve and sit in a stone circle, um, presumably one that was constructed a long time ago, like a hinge, you will see the bay. And as this is, this is a good time to work with them. If you are inclined to work with them, just, they have very different ideas on, they, on the, uh, they have very different concepts of gift or a deal, a deal yeah. or a lie <laughs> or, so just be careful not to be led astray by one. Um, but if you are out on the moors on Midsummer and you don't want to be led astray by the Fae, turn your jacket inside out and they'll get confused. They won't know if you're coming or going. Inside out or backwards or what? It, everything I've read just says inside out. Huh. But I would assume inside out and backwards. Yeah, because then, huh, interesting. I hadn't seen that before. That's okay. kind of along the same um, theory as why we wear masks on so, the sawing. Yeah. Because they can't tell or they don't know or whatever. I'm not going to judge the pay. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Residents <laughs> of... <laughs> <laughs> Residents of some areas of Ireland say that if you have something you wish to happen, then you give it to, or you, yeah, you give it to the pebble. Which, when I first read that, I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Carry a stone in your hand as you circle the litha bonfire and whisper your request into the stone, saying things like, heal my mother, or help me be more courageous, or, you know... Find me my lover. Whatever. <laughs> um, right? After your third turn around the fire, toss the stone into the flames. And this is actually very... This is what I was talking about for the fire pit because they're the blue stones. So we don't have to... You whisper into it. You don't have to write a situation yeah, or anything. just whisper it. We'll just walk around the fire pit, pit three, three times. times. And now that my patio is all closed in, no one can see us. <laughs> yeah, so this is what we should do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, and this is, that's kind of how I start my guided meditations, especially guided meditations where we're going to be um, meeting specific spirit forms. Um, I visualize a stream with a bridge and a bucket of various, various sized stones. I will, while I'm visualizing myself standing on the bridge near the bucket, I will pick up a stone and I Put into that stone whatever stressor, whatever. Yeah. Like, um, I'll hold the stone and I'll be like, this stone is the stone of my overdue library books. Yeah. Cool. And throw it in the river. That would be a pretty small pebble because in the scheme of things, library books are small. Yeah. And pick up another stone and say, this stone is the fight I'm having with 
whomever. Yeah. And that would be a bigger stone because that's taking up more of my emotional space. Okay. And throw that into the river hmm. until I feel like the troubles, like the more earthly troubles and the more mundane troubles have been thrown into the river so that I can pass across the bridge into spirit realm free of those concerns at least for the moment okay while I converse with whomever I'm going to converse with I especially do this when I know I'm going to try to be connecting with a deity okay because I just don't want to bring the that baggage right and like I said I find it like I said I find that to be a particularly useful uh, visualization to put me in the right headspace to work with spirit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Litha is also, we're entering the astrological time of cancer. And so looking at it from a, let's say, an alchemical point of view, we're leaving Gemini, which is an air sign. Air feeds fire, right? We need mm-hmm. oxygen to keep fire going, right? So through Gemini, we've been fueling the fire of the season. Now that we enter cancer, which is a water sign, we're going to kind of not extinguish it, but like smooth it out. Okay. Right? So it's appropriate to move into a sign that kind of extinguishes fire as we start to see it wane in the sky. Okay. I don't know. Just looking for connections. Yeah. We should be looking for connections. Everything's... Okay. So here's a summer solstice power spell to be super effective. So you should do this spell at noon on the solstice. However, let me add just a caveat that um, the sun's highest point in the sky is only its highest point at the equator. Like that at noon it's at the highest point is for Uh, the equator. Yeah. You can go onto, I think even weather.com has where the sun is going to be highest in the sky at what time for your specific area. Sorry, I was trying to remember if it was longitude or latitude, and it doesn't matter because my brain doesn't care. (laughs) But you can go on like an almanac website or something like that and get the exact moment that the sun is going to be highest in the sky for your area. Okay. And that is when this spell should be done. Okay. (laughs) Science. You're going to cut three equal-sized circles from gold paper. No, gold metallic or just kind of gold color? Well, I would say gold color doesn't need to be metallic. Mm -hmm. A yellow would work. If you have none of those, remember white is always a really good substitute for things like this. You could even, because remember it's intention, if you have paper that's your favorite color, use that. Using a purple pen, again, even what you don't. Trace a spiral from the center to the outer edge, saying the following, or any other words that make you personally feel connected to the work. Power growing in the sky. Power growing within me. Power growing overhead. Power growing strong times three. With each circle, you're going to kind of speed up how fast you draw that spiral and how fast you chant that chant. And when you've finished all three, spread out so that they catch the light. To the sun, you know, spread them out in the sun so they catch all that beautiful power, all that life-giving sun power. Say, power of the sun, revitalize me, strengthen me, and make me grow. 
and then just cut or punch holes in, uh, in the circle so you can string them up and hang them somewhere where you can see them and remember the power within you. And if need be, this is, this is one of those spells. And I just kind of want to touch on uh, something that I've seen a few people ask in other places. You know, if you're someone who works in corporate America, for example, and you want a little extra power boost at your desk, if you have a little like uh, bulletin board or something at your desk or in your cubicle where you pin up your notes and whatever you need, it's personally yours. Yeah. Think of doing this small. Yeah. It's a beautiful stealth spell. It will just look like art yeah. or maybe something your kids drew maybe. Like, yeah. It's a Come perfectly good stealth spell. Yeah. You know, to take wherever you need to take it. And I'm a big fan, having used multiple stealth spells. Yeah. Of, of look, this one, this one doesn't need to be, but you can do the ceremony, you can do the ritual, and then take this to work and hang it up. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's perfect. You can do it out in the backyard. Yeah. If you got like mylar gold paper, something that would be a little water resistant, yeah. you could put this in your backyard or on your patio. Yeah. You hang it in your windows. Think big. Think yep. small. Yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Simple, easy spell that doesn't take much ingredients. And so, I don't know, save this last paragraph for our closing. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I did a little research and second show so I didn't have a whole lot of new but one thing that I hadn't realized before was um, that it, it the veil is thin just like by not as much as someone but it is thinner so I warned my cousin <laughs> things might have been a little quiet but watch out for next week might get a little more crazy at your house oh Amanda's and, place is going to be oh, the lights her lights went on and off and all through our recording and she unplugged it and it was still on so make with that what you will um, so there's that and i came up with a wonderful watermelon juice which i never had before i was doing a nine day cleanse and it was so great i told Kristen, guess what our litha drink is gonna be so we're gonna have a test run tonight with ginger and mint and then, of course, for next Tuesday, um, with the, we will add some booze. Mm, um, booze. One thing new on my altar this year, I got a lantern, so I'm going to dress that all up with the crystals in the lantern and butterflies and possibly bees if I can find them and flowers. And that'll be my new. I'll put that picture. I'll give it to Kristen. We can put it up on Facebook when it's done. Mm. We'll see. We'll see how it comes up. I have big ideas. Sometimes they don't work out. Sometimes they do. Yeah, I'm just going to just cover uh, the altar in flowers. I haven't done that for a while. Um, I'm going to clean my altar for a little bit. I am at, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm actually going to take everything off and I'm going to smoke cleanse my mm. stuff and my altar. That's what I told them to do. I, mean, I did go out for the full moon and I got some other people to do theirs for the full moon, which uh, I gave Kristen too late. She had already gone to sleep that night. <laughs> And it's funny because I had looked the two days before. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a full moon again? That was a fast month. And then <laughs> that night I sent Alexa a reminder. And I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to remind Kristen. Oh, no, what was really funny is 
I, you weren't the only person to remind me. And <laughs> the other person who reminded me is not even pagan, not even a witch. They were just like, hey, you know that's a full moon, right? You, you probably want to do something with that. And I'm like, <laughs> um, it was a strawberry moon. I, um, what I did was had a meditation that lasted about six hours. <laughs> it was a really good meditation. I've been battling a cold and allergies, so I... You're in Death Valley as far as allergies are concerned. Yeah. Well, and did you see today that the pollen count was up over 1,000? You know the funny thing? Because I just did that nine-day cleanse. I I think I sneezed once. Oh. I've been sneezing all day. It's been fun. Yeah. So it's that... hilarious. How to detox my system. <laughs> I live in an apartment complex close to campus where there's a huge university here, and I am very close to campus, which is fine. I I actually do love it, but I I live around a lot of college students, and a lot of the time they will be outside smoking whatever they're smoking. (laughs) Sometimes it's weed, sometimes it's cigarettes, whatever. It doesn't matter. That never phases me. I don't care. But there's one college... There's one... Very young person who will smoke sort of just on a, off on the other side. Yeah, but um, in my living, not in my living room, but on the other side. side. Yeah, and with the apartment, the new place. I never see them. I I've never seen this person. I don't know who it is. But the other day, I sneezed so loud, and I didn't realize that one of my windows was open. And I sneezed really loud because it caught me completely off guard. And from outside, I hear, "Oh shit!" It made me drop my cigarette. <laughs> And then I hear, are you okay? <laughs> Oops. So we'll see. Thank you. We'll see if any ancestors will come. Who knows? Who knows what show up on Litha? Yeah, yeah. The Litha, like I said, for most Sabbats, I read out something for the ancestors. I've recently rearranged um, my living room. Um, I... I've rearranged my ancestor altar. I did do the ancestor altar, and nice. I actually um, put one of the big ancestor pieces up where it goes. Mm-hmm. The painting. Oh, oh yeah, your mom's <laughs> all. That was so cool. Yeah, I have a painting that my grandmother made of my mother, and so that goes. That's up on the altar now, like up on the top part of the altar. And so I think this with a. Aside from coming over here, yeah. I think what I'm going to do is clean off the altar and just cover it in flowers, probably roses for mom. And oh, Granny. that'd be sweet. Yeah. So. That'd be awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah, I should get some flowers. I have the, um, my uh, artificial sunflowers that are already up there, but everything's going to come off and I'm going to redo and make my, that'll be my focal point, my white lantern. It has a mirror bottom, so I originally I bought it and I was going to take the bulb out and have Kinley make like a fairy house Ooh, out of it. Cute. But I, then I was reading the book, I went, lantern. <laughs> I've got a lantern. And now I have a witchy garage. Oh my God. I have. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even notice all that. <laughs> She's sitting right in front of like crystals and herbs and <laughs> essential oils and Candle making. She hasn't been here since I put in a new shelf with all oh, that is witchy. So now we can have spells. Oh. 
it's not quite as organized as I want it to be, but it's a good starting place. And then that stuff, so now upstairs on my shelves is just all my books and nice. cards. Nice. I even got all my essentials and everything over there. So that's anyway. Litha's. Lit, the whole point of Litha is to celebrate the sun. Really, Go. at at the heart. This of is it. this is my season. So you know what does the sun mean to you? What does it bring to you? How do you personally want to celebrate the sun? For me, uh, a lovely cocktail. Yep, which we're gonna have, <laughs> and go out and sun gaze. If you can get up and look at the sun first thing in the morning, don't stare directly at it. I do for like. 30 seconds. The morning sun. You know, I'm like a duck. You know me. Um, I worship the sun god. Oh. Anyway, just just, just like 30 seconds. I won't do it for a long time. But I thought I might do that. And now that I have a beautiful backyard, it's cold, I can put on my fire pit. That will be due. Anyway, so everybody have a magical, magical litha and summer solstice. And... Be sure you, if you have any questions, go ahead and email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us at lunarmagicteatime.com. Be sure to join the Facebook group uh, and find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, Lunar Magic Tea Time. And all your podcasting apps, just yep. be sure you look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time. Thank you, and have a magical, magical litha, and stay safe out there.